Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Straight Talk for the Soul series. I'm Carrie Murphy. It is a joy, an honor, and a blessing to be here with all of you today. Welcome to our Unity Community and Sacred Circle. I want to extend a bright and a beautiful good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to all of you tuning in from around the world to help me welcome my beautiful soul sister, Emilani, is here. We're going to talk about healing grief uh, during the holiday season by connecting with your loved ones who've crossed over. Uh, so welcome those souls into our sacred circle today. And later on, Emilani will be offering some mini readings. So press star two on your phone uh, to be considered for that. So we want to provide some peace and some relief today so that your holiday season um, is harmonious and uplifting for you. So welcome home, beautiful souls. This is a safe haven for you, a soulful sanctuary, a healing oasis so that you can really feel at peace at home with soul family. Uh, it's my greatest intention that you feel an unwavering sense of acceptance and safety and belonging and oneness here. The energies and the qualities of collaboration, cooperation, kindness and compassion always flowing here so that we actively participate in changing the collective trajectory with these loving qualities and intentions. So may this uh, journey today with my Myself and Emilani bring peace, healing, and connection with your loved ones uh, so that your holiday season is warmer, lighter, and brighter. So just sit back, relax, breathe, open, and receive. We're so grateful that you found your way here today. Uh, and now my favorite question, what is the best that could happen? Well, set a clear, empowered personal intention for what you wish to gain or experience. Um, my intention, as always, is to be a clear and pristine communicator of divine light and love and selfless service to allow for the greatest openings into healing, harmonization, purification, and empowerment for all of us gathered here. You're also welcome to write in. Let us know how you're doing in the webcast if you've joined us by computer. And now let me tell you about beautiful Emilani, and we will get started. Many of you know her here. She is a regular. Uh, she is here almost every season. Uh, she's a professional psychic medium, a hypnotist, a life coach, and she's very gifted naturally in working with the spirit world. Uh, her authentic, compassionate, clear, and gentle approach has proven invaluable for countless people around the world. She helps individuals and families work through grief and healing associated with the loss of their loved her favorite part of mediumship is experiencing the unique love and the connection that each spirit shares with the client. Um, her work also provides help to break negative individual and family relational patterns, especially addiction, allowing one to move into a healthier way of living. She also works with families who have a loved one in a coma or those who have nonverbal or autistic children to bridge those gaps in communication. And uh, she believes that we are all psychic and that we can all learn to access these abilities. And today we're going to really focus on connecting and uh, providing some healing uh, with your past loved ones um, so that holiday grief is, is uh, lifted for you. So let's go ahead and get started. Please join me in extending waves and waves of love, light, and joy to Emilani. Hi. Hi. How are you? It's so <laughs> I, nice to be back. Thank you. I know. It's I'm, always I'm really excited about love this fest. Show. 
Me too. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. We're going to bring some comfort and some, yeah, just some healing. Yeah. You know, there is a lot of grief that, that happens for people during the holidays, mm-hmm. whether it's their, you know, they lost a loved one this year or, you know, recently or even a pet or a, even a child. We've had a few people here in the community who have lost children this year. So this is an important topic, Emilani. Um, what do you notice when we get around the holidays? I mean, with your readings and, and private sessions, mm-hmm. is this something that you encounter quite a bit? I do. And my um, a lot of my sessions, like people start amping up around the holidays. They mm-hmm. call more. They're, they're just so sad and feel completely disconnected from their loved ones. And so well, one thing I want to mention, my intention today is to help bring a lot of clarity, too, about where their loved ones are and what happened to us, you know, when we pass. And even when they're still alive, but you're suffering from them. So the clarity that comes, that's what will help you to harmonize your energy. So that's one thing that's a huge intention of mine. But I get a lot mm-hmm. of people who are just devastated, and they don't know how to celebrate without the person being in the human body. They don't understand that the person is the soul is there and that what excites me the most is the soul is in every single cell of your being like there's no separation from us and so you know we call heaven heaven but it seems like it's a place away from us right but they're all part of it one um, of my favorite images about this was C.S. Lewis wrote a book and a short story. He he wrote about this man who died and passed over, and he had a he was just landed in heaven, and everything was so real. The grass was super real and it was sharp. The colors, everything was really beautiful. And he was hiding in these bushes, and he, this entourage came. He saw like this parade of animals and people and just beautiful flowers and in the middle of it was his friend who had passed over this woman and all following behind her was were all these loved ones and he she talked to him and he said what you know what is this and she said well everyone that you've ever loved anything that you've ever been a part of becomes part of your garment and that she was wearing all of the soul, like it became part wow. of her being. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The way he wrote it was so, he's, he was one of my favorite, he's one of my favorite authors. And, you know, just the way you could envision that means that you are completely one with them and you don't really lose them. Even if you're here, they're still part of your garment. And I think what we want to know is that because we're spirit in a human body, that when you realize that you're spirit, then you can realize that they're spirit and you're one with them. So they're not missing. They're not away from you. And that Mm -hmm. helps grief a lot. But one of the biggest things that I find is that people call that have not reconciled with some loved ones that have passed over, friends, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe they made the decision to put their animal down, 
and they have so much grief because there's a lot of guilt and shame and unfinished business behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a big part of it. Um, and, and as you mentioned, I mean, this can also include people, um, family members, loved ones who are um, disconnected here in the physical plane. So there can be grief with that as well. So, you know, today we're focusing on bringing some lightness, you know, to grief of any kind, you know, whether it is a loss of a loved one who's crossed over to the spirit world or even here in the physical plane. And um, I think that's really important because, a lot of people go through that. A lot of people have been, um, are isolated from certain family members or even friends, or they even feel isolated. Maybe they don't have very many friends, or maybe, you know, they have no family. And so this is for everyone um, who is feeling a sense of sadness or isolation, loneliness, any of those things. And, um, you know, you've been doing this for a long time, Emilani, um, you know, connecting with the spirit world and, you know, it's been a while since I asked you this because you're on so often, but um, when did you realize, you know, for those who may be new to you, that you could connect with um, spirit? Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny because I can remember back when I was like three, I knew something was wrong with people, like if they were unhealthy. Mm-hmm. And by the time I was six, I remember saying, Oh, I remember saying uh, to my mom, something's wrong with daddy's tummy. And then, but I always had saw a spirit with me. I saw my guide, who I would call my main guide. Um, I saw him outside of me, but I didn't know that everybody else didn't see it like that or, or other people saw it, but, you know, not everyone. I thought it was normal. So mm-hmm. I didn't really even know he was dead. Does that make sense? Like, I didn't understand anything until I was got older. Mm-hmm. By the time I was 10, I was telling people I was psychic. So when I was 10, I knew. I would say, you know, for that kind of thing, 10 years old, I was like, you know what, I'm really psychic. And my friend and I used to study together. It was funny. I moved into the neighborhood when... I was 10, and I think by 12, her and I were, like, reading Deepak Chopra on the side of our yard. (laughs) So always, you know, I started to study. But when I saw my spirit guide when I was little, it was because my life was very difficult. I had a very difficult childhood, and he was always there to comfort me. And I was very Mm -hmm. alone because I was weird. I mean, I have to say, like, I wasn't a normal kid. You know, I was... um, busy and hyper and I saw things and I said what I saw. So I was asked <laughs> a lot, you know, was outside a lot and I, I never wanted to come in the house. I loved outdoors, but he would always be there and he would just talk to me, but through telepathy, like through my mind mm-hmm. and comfort me, but he never interfered with what was happening ever. Right. Right. If I, if something bad was happening to me, he, he let me see his face and send me love, but he never stopped it. He made me understand to stay loving, like to stay with him. Like I, it made me choose him 
It mm-hmm. made me choose my spiritual self while things were going on, if that makes right. sense. Right. It does, and that continues to this day. You know, I think that, you know, the, the, the invitation or the opportunity with all of these challenging things in our lives, whether it's, you know, um, these these things with our loved ones in in here on the planet you know and off planet you know is is to stay loving you no know, you know despite um whatever comes up and arises and so you know you're able to as you briefly mentioned you knew your dad um was sick and uh you know, when you were a child. So you're able to help people with um, illnesses. Um, You know, I've talked about Mm -hmm. often you've worked with my mom quite a bit. Um, You've worked, you know, and with clients. But your specialty over the years was really connecting people with those who have crossed over. Um, And, you know, you briefly talked about heaven. And um, but what do you consider you know, where do you think people go? Do you do you feel that it's mm-hmm. a different dimension, space, time, wherever that soul chooses to go? Um, you know, what is your perception of heaven? So my perception has changed a lot because of the deeper you go, mm-hmm. the more it seems, the clearer things become. I, so I'm going to say this in, you know, because this is what I've realized. So I did have my own near-death experience, and I did go somewhere. But now I realize that we just return to consciousness. Because we're human, we want to say there's a place. We want to put, like, oh, it's green, and they're fishing, and, you know, it's beautiful. And we want to say these things because it's the only way that we can imagine mm-hmm heaven but standing in between you and i right now is heaven Mm -hmm. our we love each other our vibration is heaven and everyone that we've ever known and loved like everyone on the show is right here conscious with us like part of us and so i know that there's no place even though i've done readings where i can see what they're projecting to me like tell them i'm Mm -hmm. here and it's so lovely and i do believe that we go where what we're conscious of Mm -hmm. does that make sense like i know some people have seen hell and they've you know there's all kinds of consciousness Mm -hmm. but to know that it really is just conscious and what i've noticed is i can just take my hand sort of and move the veil aside right into mm-hmm. another consciousness and and see what's projected there but i know it's projected from me i'm mm-hmm. the one that's seeing that does that make sense yeah it does <laughs> so you might see you might pull the veil mm-hmm. back and go oh my god it's so beautiful it's blue and there's orange and then oh my god and i'm like yeah but look at that yellow right it's mm-hmm. so individual it, it's so huge Spirit is so non we can't describe it, and it's so huge, and each one of us is an individual expression of it. So, of course, we would all have a different perception of what heaven is, mm-hmm. but when you 
when you forget about your body, right, when you go into the oneness, right, the nothing, you feel the language is like vibration mm-hmm. and it's feelings. And that's exactly what it is here on earth, too. That's how our, our lives become what they become because we vibrate certain ways. And, you know, someone, so for example, someone like me, I can see into the spirit world, but that doesn't mean that I have great friends, right? Like that was something I was going to mention is that the more, the clearer I get, the less people are around me. So I have my own grief for, you know, if, as long as I don't care about the holidays, like, but do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you become, you start to become more of a consciousness of the whole. And then it's harder to be your ego. And I think a lot of people, I felt a lot of people on this show today are people who are very high in their spirituality and are going, how come I'm still so sad? Mm-hmm. Why do I feel so lonely? I thought it was supposed to be easier and make it better. But that isn't usually the case. It can be. But most of the time when you're in the midst of letting go of your ego and your consciousness, it's transient. Hmm. It's impermanent. Yeah. Yeah. Um well and yeah, and I would love to hear from any of you. Um we'll take some live callers in a little while, but um anybody who wants to write in and tell us like are you is this how you're feeling or do you go through waves of this? You know, where you do feel a little more isolated or alone. Um I do feel that people who are, you know, very committed to this spiritual path, you know, it it as you shared even for you, um it can be a little lonely at times because, you know, so I, I get that. And I want to hear from those of you out there who want to share, you know, what what you may be going through. But before I I go back and look into the, the webcast, you know, I really want to touch on um, really the benefits of connecting with their loved ones who have crossed over. Because, you know, part of your special offer, you're actually, um, you put three different um, sessions with you in the offer. And I think it's $144. I don't have it up in front of me. But this can these can be mediumship sessions where as people move into the holidays, they can make this connection and resolve any um unfinished business, so to speak, or um, misunderstandings. And from your experience, what happens when that occurs um, with Mm -hmm. someone? What do you notice happening? Well, it's freedom is what happens. Sure, yeah. Because what the guides always say about mediumship is it's so two, threefold because when your loved one passes and it makes it helps you to become more aware of spirituality it gets you into the mindset of oh you know what happens to them right and all and can i communicate with them is you start to realize yourself more because of the death the passing right and they also can realize themselves more. And so when you start working on things that maybe you need to work on, you didn't work on before they passed, you start to have your own self-realization. You start to activate 
your consciousness more. Mm -hmm. And they help you because I've had so many spirits come come in a session and say, you know, we don't really have grief over there. Like I'm not sad. I don't I don't miss them, but they need to know that I miss them. They need to hear mm -hmm. that from me. They need to hear that I'm sorry for what I did or didn't do. They need to resolve it so that their spirituality, their vibration will raise. Because it's all about that. That's what the universe is for here. Our, our human life is about becoming conscious, right? Mm -hmm. Realizing our consciousness. And so they come and they, like, they're so wise and they're so with it in their communication for the person where the person's at, their loved one here left on earth. Because yeah. there's all different communication. I teach, I talk to so many people and some spiritual people totally understand, yeah, you know, I can tell, you know, she's right here, right next to me, but she doesn't feel like she felt when she was alive. Right, right. And her vibration right. is different. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So well, and I think, like, mm -hmm. I was just going to say it's a validation of, their presence, you know, that, that lives on, but also just, I think a lot of people, um, when a loved one crosses over before they're able to resolve some things, they're left with a lot of guilt, shame, grief, all of these things, because, you know, maybe the last thing they said to them wasn't so kind, or maybe they left things, you know, with anger um, or bitterness. And, you know, the soul that crosses over doesn't feel that anymore. But like you said, they want to help harmonize the remaining soul here on the planet by just reminding them that they're here, all is well. And and it's so healing. You know, the times that you've been on the show, I mean, well, you've been on for the last six years. But, um, you know, we've had some really powerful experiences with people you know and and I know you experience it every day working with people where it's just tears and it's just it's liberation from you know mm -hmm. kind of the shackles of that pain and um so as I'm looking in the webcast you know the main thing people are writing in about um mm -hmm. the main theme is isolation yeah that's what that exactly, and that's the thing. What's so amazing is when you can realize that you're not alone. Just because you can't see them, they're still there, and they're in your heart. Like they're beating in your heart. Their mm -hmm. cells are in your your DNA, and their vibration is all around you. But it takes because our minds as human beings are so stuck on physicality, it takes a while to let your brain change, like your mind change and have this other thought. Like I was lucky. I, I, I say I was born with it where I just saw my spirit guide since I remember seeing things on the other side. So for me, I didn't have to really go through that kind of transition, but going, you know, helping people go through it and their mind just kicks it out. No, it can't be true because she was so mean. No, you know, and do you know what? She would never mm -hmm. have said that to me. Like, things like that. The mind wants to keep its own, the ego, right? It wants to keep its own idea of what's real. Right, so right, it, right. You have to bend the mind little by little sometimes because your mind will kick, kick back. It doesn't mm -hmm. want to, 
you to know that you don't need its help. It doesn't want yes. you to know that you don't need it to interpret for you, that every part of you that's vibrating is what is the language, is what interprets things. And it's just so you – I help people get give that a task, right? Let yeah. your mind – you know, I give different people. depends on – but being able to realize that everything we see is what we've created, for one thing. That's why it's funny when you go into different towns and there's different energy, different pockets in different countries, and it's a collective energy, right? And you you realize that. And so people live here and they live there and they think this is a better place for you. But once you start to realize that you're the creator and that your relationship with the person who was here before they passed was your creation for your own Consciousness. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's when you start to do the healing work. Right. right? That's when it starts mm-hmm. to go, wait, this makes so much sense. Now <laughs> I can love them. I can love them and I can love myself. I can recreate right. my whole life. <laughs> right. It's like those limiting stories and narratives about our relationship with that person, if it was challenging, it's about letting that go and realizing, wow, we created that while they were here, but now that they're they're not and they're they're everywhere, you know, that narrative can change and we can see them through this loving lens as they do with us. And, you know, it's all such a, a beautiful play Um, that we create um, for the soul to experience all these things and um, but it can be so liberating to lighten up you know that uh, that backpack of just vibrational weight that comes along with those narratives and stories with that individual including the narrative and story that they their body was real (laughs) This is where, you know, when you get into that, <laughs> oh, wait a minute, what do you mean? They're more alive than they were when they were in the body, you know, yeah. and this, this body, this house, this car, these things, right, they're just a, mm-hmm. a figment of our mind, right? They're, our mind is creating, it's like an um, interpretation of energy is really what it is. All those things that, and because I can hear people thinking, I never would have created someone so mean. I never would have done that. I had a client recently call who was doing drugs with their loved one, and they gave them too much, and they died. And oh. she was like, there's no way. that she No, never would have created that. I never would have given myself this responsibility, this grief. And working with her and helping her to understand why, like what was the bottom line of her spiritual awakening? Why Mm -hmm. would that happen? Why would a drunk driver run over a little kid, right? What is that really? Why is there somebody starving to death right now, right? And to know that as consciousness in human bodies on this plane of existence that we've created things. Mm-hmm. It's to know because the way when we feel pain, when someone dies, we feel pain, right? And that 
is a sign of love. You loved that person. You valued them. Now, you might not have valued them enough for yourself, but the pain means that you loved them, right? But why? Why would you not do everything you possibly could with them or drop the dumb stuff, like even an argument that seems so real before they pass? Why would you do that? What is your spirit trying to do, right? Mm-hmm. Why? Why would your child die after three days? Like at three days old, what is my consciousness? What is what is this supposed to be doing for me? And the reason people get so upset and so grief stricken, especially around the holidays, so around the holidays, is because we say that day is special. Mm-hmm. On the other side, every day is a holiday. There is no special. We get upset when our husband dies because we've said he's more special than the neighbor. We don't we don't grieve when the neighbor dies as much because that we're human, right? We we have all these constructs of our mind that says this means that, and you're supposed to be love this person more, and you know people call all the time about their spouses, and you know. I'll never find anyone like him. And that's just a sign that you're closing your heart to yourself, to love. Mm-hmm. Right? And so there's all these things that come up and things that we, the bottom line is we're becoming more conscious through these experiences. And as we let go of constructs that we've said are important, this is important, this, they have to be here for the holiday. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I can't be happy. Right. Right. Well, and um, a few people wrote in about, you know, even after Thanksgiving, feeling isolated and lonely because, you know, there are a lot of people who they notice are around a lot of family or one person wrote in and said, you know, on my street, there were cars everywhere and people every home and I was by myself. You know, and that kind of thing where society makes these holidays, um, makes it appear as though, you know, everybody has a lot of support. But in actuality, um, I would say, based on the work that I've done over all these years talking with people and working with people, um, that's not really that accurate. I mean, I think there are many more people who are... um with their animals or alone, uh, you know, so, but I completely get it. You know, the people who, all of you who wrote in, you know, talking about these kinds of things, I understand those feelings. And especially for uh, spiritually awake, aware people who sometimes feel different. And so they look around at, you know, um, uh, mainstream society and, and they think, wow, I, I'm, I'm so different. I'm so odd. I don't, you know. <laughs> Am I making sense, Emilani? Um Totally. You're making total sense. Because this is the thing that's the myth. The myth is is that they're alone, that we're alone. We're not alone. Your loved ones are right there with you. Your loved ones. So it's not like, it's not like, okay, let's, for example, my dad. Let's say my dad. My dad's passed. He's been passed since 2000. My dad shows up in my consciousness the same time he's showing up at my mom's and we're across the country from each other. 
like we need to educate ourselves in what really is happening so that you don't you re, you you're not alone you're never alone this world looks like you're this one individual in this little body and it needs a hug and it needs to look really good and you need to feed it and all these things and you feel like if i don't have someone to call right now and say hey do i look okay you know do i look fat you know what i mean like well you know if i don't have somebody why aren't you looking in the mirror at yourself and ask yourself mm-hmm. how could you be alone if you're there and how could you be alone if the one the creator the consciousness of all consciousness is within you how could you be alone but because this little thing with arms and legs right <laughs> makes us seem so individual that what we do is we discount the totality of everything yeah well and the 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 beautiful thing is also even though sometimes people who are very committed to their spiritual awakening they may feel more isolated from mainstream society and but yet the spirit world expands to where you're never ever really alone in fact you're constantly surrounded by your guides, your angels, your your loved ones from across the cosmos, you know. Yeah. And um when you can really feel into that and appreciate it and ask for signs and signals of their presence, you'll feel it. And and then you'll know you're never never ever alone. But um you know, I well, have a lot of well, hands listen. up, Emilani. Mm-hmm. I would love to take some callers mm-hmm. and you know, I would have you. Can I finish yeah. this thought? Of course. Let's just finish this one thought because yes. I feel like it's one of the most important thoughts. Mm-hmm. If you feel isolated because other people, or not you, but everyone, if everyone feels isolated because other people are not at the same level of consciousness, they are unconscious. The single person is spirit, and you you don't need they don't need to speak your language. They, you're not separate from them. You just are at different conscious, but in the spirit, you are not. In spirit, we're all one, and that's something that us get over. We have to stop isolating. Are not because they yeah. are, and because of the, the differences. Yeah, mm-hmm. I get what it's, you're saying. Only yes. to their light. Yeah, absolutely. It doesn't mean you're going to, like, you know, let them beat you. You know, you're going to stay in a bad marriage. It's not, it doesn't mean that, but you're going to become conscious of their light so they become conscious of their own light. You're never alone. And isolating because you're spiritual does not, is not spiritual. It's that separation. And that's a trick. It's tricky. The ego tricks you. Right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. I know a lot of you have your hands up again at star two. Um, Emilani, you're going to be doing or offering some readings here. Um, I would say invite in if there's someone that you want to connect with. Um, there's no, uh, 
we can't assure that that will happen because, of course, you know, we just don't know, but invite them in. And, um, Emilani, what kind of information is best for you to receive? Just a limited amount of information? Mm-hmm. Limited. Okay. Yeah, very limited. Don't tell me. You can tell me their name, but sometimes don't even that. But don't tell me how they pass. Don't. No particulars until I connect with them very well. Yeah, just tell us your name and that you have a loved one who's mm-hmm. crossed over that you want to connect with. And as she said, mm-hmm. um, no more information. And uh, okay, yeah. let's let the healing happen here. Um, okay, uh, first caller that I'm going to is area code um, three one zero, and the next numbers are four five two. Um, I'm oh, hello. Hi. I was, uh, I guess, the first caller, which is always a surprise. <laughs> well, welcome. What is your name? Uh, name is Robert. I've been listening to the show. It's a good topic. Um, well, I wonder if it's um, possible to, I do have a various, you know, people in the past, certainly in the past. I wonder if it's possible to see just, kind of an open-ended um, question to see if there's might be somebody that might uh, wish to impart the message or it's sure. not like yeah no that's fine so one thing I heard it's so funny because when you I, I somehow your voice is so resonant to me and I was like oh have I read him before right so it's interesting how that happens and when you said your name and Robert this vibration came over me that there's somebody on the other side that is very resonant with you, like actually almost like a mini-me of you. Does that make sense? Is your yeah. Father, is, your, is your dad passed? Yeah, he's passed, yeah. That, mm-hmm. that could be the vibration there, yeah. That's it. He came in so strong, and I was like, oh, in fact, it made me feel like I was going to rise up out of my seat. It was so resonant. So he says hello to you, and he says, you know, it's been a while. He's been gone for a while, no? Mm, it's It's been a while, yeah. Yeah, because that's what he feels um, when they make me feel distant, distance from you when they've been gone for a while. So, and he says, you know, so interesting because we didn't really celebrate each other in enough in life. I feel like he was busy or you were busy. There was some sort of separation between you guys. And it was sort of an unspoken thing. And he says, you know, I want to speak it now. I want to speak to you directly now. And I want you to feel what I'm saying to you. I miss you. I miss the time I could have spent with you. I didn't explain anything to you. I was so quiet about how amazing you are. And I'm here to bless you because I never gave you the blessing of a father. He said, you've needed that your whole life, and I've known it, and now I know it, and now I can do it. I didn't have the voice to speak it. And it's so interesting because I feel like he just touched his throat, so I don't know if anything physically happened to his throat, but he was... It was almost like his throat chakra was closed in life, unless it was something, I don't know if he was derogatory or just disciplined, disciplinarian, but it wasn't loving enough, he's saying. 
He says, I want to just open your heart and place myself inside there and do it over. Oh, I'm going to cry. And just redo. And I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for you to communicate with me so that I can send you all the love that I have for you. He's really adamant about it. He's so adamant about not having given you enough of what he realizes now. So what he said to me was he showed me that he, when he passed, there was so much love, the feeling of love when he left his body that he realized what real love was. And that he knew then in that, he said, I knew then in that moment that I could have given all of my loved ones more love. Hmm. Well, that's quite a, quite a, quite a message. Certainly makes Hmm. a lot of sense. I do resonate with it. And I was one of the people that actually helped escort him over to the other side. So I can understand that part of the Mm -hmm. message. Mm -hmm. Because I feel very strongly that you are a lot more loving because of your experience with him, but just in general, like you were born more loving, more open, more conscious to love. Does that make sense? I feel like you're a sensitive little boy. Yeah, well, I certainly, <clears throat> later, as I developed, I certainly, you know, moved fully into the spiritual path and, mm-hmm. and so forth. So that, that does make sense, mm-hmm. of course. But uh, I, anyway. And I know, I know that when they come like that, mm. it's also for their own consciousness not just yours, right? They get out. When they do this, when they, you know, do the work they needed to do in life from the other side, that they become more conscious as well. And it helps the whole, all of us. It helps the whole mm-hmm. consciousness itself. Yeah. Well, Healing, that's, um, yeah. yeah. No, that's, that's a very uh, potent message, and I have noticed a lot of uh i have felt him come through quite a bit in dreams uh from time to time there'll be a period there until communicate quite a bit in the dream state so i've kind of received similar messaging in mm-hmm. the dream state mm-hmm. i feel like the there's because he wasn't as conscious as you were I feel like there's going to be a shift in your own consciousness now um, about what we were talking, what I was talking about with people dealing with people who aren't as conscious. Your whole life's going to change as far as how you see people now, everyone, even people who seem to be asleep. That's true. That's kind of unfolding as time goes on and I continue doing doing the work here. That's, it's, it's kind of, well, it's kind of creating a bridge, so again, it'd be less separation and creating more of a bridge between all these different frequencies and consciousness. So right. it's yeah. a challenge, but it's the bridge connect, you know, creating less separation and more of that bridge. So, well, thank you very much. That was a great, great message. I'll take it to heart and uh, mm-hmm. keep keep the communication lines uh, open. I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Thanks, Robert. <laughs> Okay, many blessings to you. Maybe come back and listen to that, Robert. Um, I definitely will, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, all right. And thank you, Emilani. Um, And we're going to go to 
Let's see. Uh, next caller that I'm going to is area code 415. Uh, you're live, 415. Hi, Carrie Amalani. Hi, Hi. with me. Yes, oh, it's my you. Gosh. Thank you. This is Vivi, and um, this is a wonderful show, as they all are. Um, I am similar, and I've been wanting to have an experience with Ethel for a couple of years now. Very similar to the last caller, if Ethel has mm -hmm. a message for me. Great. So we'll just call Ethel in. It's so interesting because Ethel comes in with these two ginormous angels escorting her. And I feel that she's been doing a lot of conscious work on the other side, doing a lot of life review and consciousness and changing the way she views things because she had a lot of fears. Yeah. Even though yeah. she seemed like she was very um, – she was spicy, right? She acted like she wasn't afraid, but she was afraid of everything. Oh, and, or a lot of things. Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah. Yeah. Appeared as very powerful. Yeah. Yeah. But, and it was based in fear. I feel that in her vibration, yeah. like a, like a, she was, her breath was always held in. And she was very yeah. cranky. It was very cranky. Oh, when she could was be. <laughs> right? Uh, but she was like, I yes. was a curmudgeon. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. And she says, and I'm still cranky. <laughs> I can be cranky at times, but uh, I, I'm learning to love. She says, oh, my gosh, this is what she, she saw. She just showed me a picture. She said, my heart, she showed me a, a chisel being used on her heart. That's how hard-hearted she was. That's how cranky mm -hmm. she could be. Or let's say um, just unconscious, not open, not loving. She appeared mm -hmm. loving. This is the thing. She was so confusing, right? Because she would do anything mm -hmm. for anyone, but then she'd mm -hmm. be mad yeah. about it. And that yeah. affected you yeah. so much. Yeah. yeah. Now, is it affecting your hands? I don't, I'm holding okay. them in prayer position listening to this, which is held up under, okay. uh, over my mouth and under my nose. <laughs> so Okay. Have you had pain or stiffening, or is that hurt? In the hands. Oh, I've had some, but more from yeah. being on the computer all the time years ago. Okay. You um, think I don't know that's, that's what that. it's from. Pardon? So you think that's what it's from, but what she's telling me is that your hands are becoming stiff because of her, because of not letting go of the old her. Of yeah. not she didn't physically love you enough. Does that make sense? I understand that, yeah, and I understand your, yeah. Your body is longing for touch. Yes. Your your being is just longing to be held and touched and embraced. And she says, you know, your hands. What she showed me was a picture of your hands reaching out, but still feeling upset at her, like affected by how upsetting yes. she was to you. Yes. And that mm -hmm. was keeping you from getting what you need because you. you're holding on. Does that make sense? So I would yes. say today you need to let go of the her that was human 
and embrace this new consciousness of hers. Or it's your consciousness, actually. So yes. embracing the consciousness that you're finally mm-hmm. free and that you're absolutely 100% loved. Because you're yes. loving, but you don't know you're loved. And that's affecting, like you're holding on too tight. And I know that I've been loved deeply by the men in my life, especially my husband and mm-hmm. family, but not the kind of, I need the self-love, right? Because I've been working mm-hmm. on this for a long time and I understand. Mm-hmm. And the divine, feminine. Many, but, yeah. the divine feminine. Mm-hmm. They, the divine feminine. Girlfriends, you know, aunts, sisters, whoever's available. Mm-hmm. People like Carrie and I, we can send you virtual hugs, like we can send you vibrational hugs to make, to help your body come back into that vibration of that you're actually loved by women. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the form of envy, I'd see it or attack before, yeah. Yeah, because that's yeah. what I feel a lopsided vibration in you, so and yeah. not a balance. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I would appreciate your healing energy. <laughs> Vibrational and hugs coming your way. I open up. Yeah, my arms are open. They're open. You know what? You know what's so fun about about healing vibration is it's a thought away. It's a it's a, actually a being away. Like there's no there's no need for me to like forcefully send you energy or carry we just mm-hmm. need to see you as whole together the three of us we need to just agree that you're whole and the work is done that's how simple it is that's how simple it is when you're present when you're conscious mm-hmm. <sighs> thank you, <laughs> thank you. i know it's simple i just Thank you and bless this call and uh, your help because, yes. Well, we love Thank you. Thank you. I'm owning that. And I love you. You are love so loved. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, bless you. I love you both. Thank you. I love you. Oh, my gosh. Um, Thank you so much. Thank you, my dear. Um, wow. And thank you, Emilani. Yeah, I feel like if we can just um just kind of imagine, feel, you know, just this sacred circle, this unity community, just kind of feel the love, you know, just kind of permeating between all of us, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, and every time you come, it seems like by the end of the call, we're like, it's a love fest, it's a love fest, <laughs> yeah. right? Um Yeah. But uh, uh, that was beautiful. Okay, I'm going to go to another caller. Let's see here. Um, I'm going to area code 250. You are live. Wait, I'm trying to unmute you here. And my screen is freezing up a bit. Let me try again. 250. Yay! Hi, okay, Carrie. I did it. Hi, Emilani. Hi. <laughs> Hi. 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 Uh, tears are flowing. Goosebumps. Um, beautiful mm. call. Um, my mom. Her name is Barbara. If um, 
there's anything that comes through that would be awesome. Wonderful. Okay. Barbara. Was was that not they didn't use that name all the time? Was she Barbara Barbie or some other name? Babs. <laughs> Got it. Because she says, well, yeah. that wasn't really my name. That's not what they called me. She's really funny, like kind of dry sense of humor, no? Right? Yes. She, yeah. yeah. But, and she made faces a lot when she talked. She's real. She's so clear. I'm like, I can see her face. She adores you. She adored you, though. I don't know if you were her favorite or only, but she's full on 100% focused on you. But <laughs> she adored herself more. Her yeah. ego was so strong. She was very unconscious in this life, and she did a lot of damage, she's saying. She, like, I'm, I'm going to say the words that she's saying. I didn't want to say them because she, she said, <laughs> I wrecked you. <clears throat> I took oh. away from you your peace. I never gave it to you. She said, I never even let you be and let you know yourself. You had to be my perfect little doll. Yep. <laughs> yeah. To the point where everything was too tight. Like, I feel, I don't know if your clothes were too tight or just everything was so tight that you couldn't breathe. I don't know if you have had asthma or you have any kind of panic attacks or whatever, but such tight energy that you can't even right now hear yourself think as yourself. Does that make sense? Yep. <laughs> it's even made you feel like... Maybe even you're a little mental when you're not. You're just encased in her thoughts, encased in her energy. Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> very, very apologetic. And what I'm witnessing right now, I don't know if I'm doing it, she's doing it, someone's doing it. It's like they're unbuttoning a coat that's wrapped around you. Yeah, this I can feel that. blanket. Can you feel it? Yeah, yeah I, I saw these hands just unbutton this coat and and want to take it off of you. So you know, she said, "This is what she said." You no longer have to carry my mantle. <sighs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I had no idea. My mother was the same way. She says we were all encompassed in this like heavy, dense thinking and I my journey right now is to set you free to help you to release and to be the fun caring just life of the party self that you were meant to be (laughs) (laughs) so beautiful and yes I can feel it it's just like this peace just just came over me and it's like oh and I have been feeling that way just like wound up so tight and I'm like what the heck like yeah (laughs) yeah right yeah she so that she that um you did everything that you could do like you did everything you were supposed to do um as a daughter or as a person for her does that make sense yeah yeah like you really She's okay. Did. She's okay, Amalani. She's okay. She's happy. She's at peace. 
I mean, it's probably so, a silly question, but. <laughs> oh, no, it's not a silly question. No, because you know what? She shouldn't be, should she? <laughs> it's a thing God for unconditional love, right? So here's the thing. What she said to me was, you know how powerful I was? She said I was powerful for the dark and I'm powerful for the light now. She said I am so at peace, but I'm still powerful. And she, she's real. Like I can tell just by the way she's speaking that she can make mountains move. She learned. Yeah. Let me tell you, she yeah. she she awakened. I should say. Yeah, mm. she's really happy. Do you have children? Yeah, I do. One's like her, or looks like her, or is it like a spitting image. Uh, my son, yeah, yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's mm-hmm. a lot like her. <laughs> yeah, that's what she said. Yeah. She said, "Be patient with him and teach him now." Like just. Let him know that I, let him know everything. Like if you can talk to him about what you heard today, do it or say it in a more palatable way. But he needs to like realize it now before he gets too old or gets any older. Okay, I will. Um, thank you. Um, thank you. Like my heart, I'm just like, like there's like this huge weight that just, yeah, really just got lifted mm-hmm. off and um thank you both so much. Every Aww. thank you. Thank you. Thank don't you. Don't ever put that coat back on. Don't put that coat back on. No, no, doesn't fit anymore. It's way too tight. Yeah. <laughs> no more restriction. Wow. No. Holy yeah. Thank you. I love um, this for you. I had tears in my eyes the whole time. That was just um I hope that liberated you. Um truly like it's okay. just the weight has been lifted and, and I it's I've been waiting a long time and um I'm just so grateful. Thank you so much. Uh, so much love to you, my dear. And uh Emilani, thank you for that. Um yes, oh, I can really feel that. Gosh. Um, okay. Yeah. Um that was, yeah. sometimes I feel oh. like I'm gonna explode. Like if I stop <laughs> talking somehow, like all of a sudden just know that I exploded and I'm no longer <laughs> in the present world. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to one more here. Um um, again, just your name and, you know, who you want to connect with. <clears throat> I'm going to area code 818-915. Hi. Hi. Oh, my God. Hi. Thanks so much for calling on me. Oh, this is an amazing phone call. And my name is Alexandra, and um, I'd like to know if, my mother has crossed over and she's still crossed over because she she wouldn't cross over and she entered my body and then I had some angel readers, whatever, put removed her out to the outside of my body and then I had somebody that's supposed to be crossed her over. But mm. I don't I'm not sure if she's and she was very evil when oh. she was alive. I only thrill okay. day of my life was when she died. So can you look to my mother and her name was Maria and yes. she also went mm-hmm. by Zuja. Okay. Okay. So it's funny because where I'm at right now is super windy. I don't know if you guys can hear it. It's so mm-hmm. windy. And I feel I felt her energy like 
a really strong wind, almost um, destructive wind. Mm-hmm. And she said, okay, this is going to be a tough call for you, and I'm going to say something, and we'll discuss. Because she said, those things happen to you to teach you not to be a victim, to teach you not to be my victim. She said, you and I have a life together that, again, she says, again, we have a life, another lifetime where one of us hurt the other one, that one of us victimized the other one. And she says, it's time for you to be released from our lives together. She said, because this time it was very hard and very destructive. And she said, I didn't like being the one to do that. She says, I want to disconnect, uh, void our contract that we would come together and harm one another to become more conscious. She said, I would rather do it through love. She said, I'm crossed over. I realize. She said, I've been loved the whole time, but I put on a mask of, of density for you. And you did it for me before. She said, we've done it over and over and over and no more. No more. She said, let's dance in the moonlight. Let's look at the sun together. Let's finally be happy and that we no longer have to do any lives together again that are karmic like this. We have to stop believing in karma. We have to get off the wheel. And when we get off the wheel, you will be completely healed. I'm here to say that I am sorry, but I'm not sorry because this is our dance. This is what we chose to do together. But I'm sorry as a human being of how destructive I became. Would you like to end our contract together? Oh, yes, please. Please, yes. What contract would you like to have with me for the future? Just leave me alone. Don't ever want to see you or I don't want to have anything to do with you. You just stay on your side. Mm -hmm. If you want, you can support me from the other side of what I'm doing in the earth here today. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I, yeah, I'm done. Okay. She said, let's just be friends. Let's, from now on, we'll be friends. She said, I, I'm, I will be a support to you, but I will give you your freedom to become conscious, to heal yourself, and to finally be over the lifetimes that we've had together. She said, I'm willing to let you go. I'll let go, and you will be free, but I'm letting you go in love. Wow. Don't, Don't entertain... That's don't even entertain anything ever coming in your body again. Don't allow that. Learn how to shield, but meaning you are a sovereign being with your own shell, your own beingness. Don't play that game because other densities can come and say they're your mother and harm you they're not your mother Mm -hmm. from now on because your mother just ended that contract with you she's gone in peace and love 
that if you ever suspect anything like that again, know that it's not your mother. And shield yourself. Okay. Okay. There's a, shield myself. Yeah, because there's a part of you that still, still believes that you could be harmed, especially by her. And that's what's leaving you open to this density. Remember, it's see it as all all one thing. Like, see it as that you can control your own destiny, your own energy. Okay. Get strong. Find your find your inner strength. Okay. Be careful it's, of that game. It's pretty hard because she did enough damage with my, like, self-confidence and just mm-hmm. uh, yeah. everything, uh, being unloved, abandoned, blah, blah, that I, it's very hard for me to be strong. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of physical um, pain you have with her. Yes, she yeah, was true. So very mm-hmm. emotionally abusive and uh yeah. uh totally like uh she was a psychopath yeah i had her examined when i was i cared for her the last year of her life in the last six months mm-hmm. of actually and uh so anyway i had like different psychiatrists examine her and she had everything in the psychiatry book <laughs> mm-hmm. no Yes, but she already did the damage. So I don't know how to get out of this. You you find a, find a healer, find someone that is an expert at this kind of stuff that can help you get back in your spirit, get minded. Like right now, your ego is super protective of you and telling this story. It's it's true. I I get it. I'm not saying it's not true. But we want you to create a new experience for your life. So you would probably need someone that could help you, talk to you, and mm-hmm. help you to... Does that make sense? Because mm-hmm. it, because yeah. this is what you need. So your mind needs the validation that what happened to you was horrible. You mm-hmm. need to finally realize how horrible that was in order for you to move through it and let go of it. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So instead oh, yeah. of focusing on her, focusing on getting rid of her, um, you know, having healing done because of her, that's that was the nature of her. She wanted to be the only one that was thought of. So now you need to go, you need to have you. Think about you. Who am I? What can I create now? Stop thinking about her because that's exactly what that energy did was it robbed you of yourself, your own self-awareness. You were always aware of her and defensive, you know, I have to protect myself from her. Nothing about I need to love myself, you know, I need to heal myself, like all of that. Just, Just all that energy bring it back to yourself and begin to heal yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't think about it anymore. Exactly. Wow. And what Hopefully, you ever, like a, mm-hmm. get, get like a psychiatrist or, or a what? 
Well, even like with you, Emilani, I mean, she could work mm-hmm. with you, um, Alexandra. Like even the, I'm going to talk about her special offer, but she has three sessions in this one special offer that she it's $144. We have the three pay option. I think that you could experience a lot of healing with Emilani um, just to focus on you, not on, you know, pushing someone else away. But, you know, maybe it's something to consider. Um, mm-hmm. to get that support, okay? And also a, a, a spiritual psychologist, someone who actually works in the spiritual realm that mm-hmm. knows psychology would mm-hmm. be very helpful to you too mm-hmm. so that they don't okay. only take you into the spiritual because your mind needs help too. It's upset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. traumatized. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe EMDR would be great for you. Have you ever heard of that, EMDR? Yes. Mm-hmm. So I'm more um, than willing to work with you. EMDR, um, okay. I heard of it. It's like a rapid eye movement thing or something. For trauma, yeah. really. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So what is, mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I hope this is the beginning of liberation for you, Alexandra, knowing that you are free from all those contracts with your mom. And so now it's time for you to heal you and your heart and your mind and your body and your spirit. And we're sending you so much love. Mm -hmm. I hope you feel it. Thank you so much. Yes, I do. Thank you. you, Can you do EMDR? um, I do not. I do not do EMDR. I can help you with hypnotherapy, yes, but EMDR is a special kind that they do um, rapid eye movement while they're addressing the trauma that you've been through. I know mm-hmm. it works really, really well. But I'm more than welcome to help you in other ways that I can help you. Okay. Thank okay. you so much. It. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Carrie, for calling on me. You're oh, welcome, my, my dear. Uh, I love you, and thank you for being here thank and just you. opening your heart to this, okay? Um, well, all right. Thank you. So many okay. blessings thank to you, you my dear. Thank and Emilani, thank you for that. Um, yeah, there's a lot of um, pain there, but I hope that that's the beginning of some freedom and uh, a new yeah. chapter there. Okay, um, let's talk about your offers for uh, beautiful Alexander and or anyone else who would like some support. Um, you you can find these offers. It's one offer actually at StraightTalkForTheSoul.com. Click on our marketplace link. Uh, you'll see Emilani's beautiful face wearing my favorite color. Uh, click on <laughs> click on her smiling face, and you will find this offer. It is $144 for three private sessions. So you'll have three times Hello? to work with. Yes. Can you hear me? The, it, now I can, yeah. It was gone. Oh, did I go? But I can oh. Yeah. <laughs> what what I was the last thing you heard me say? <laughs> um, thank you, Emilani, for something. You haven't oh. gotten to the office yet. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I've been talking about it this whole time. <laughs> okay. Um, 
go to straighttalkforthesoul.com, click on our Marketplace link, um, and you'll see Emilani's beautiful face, and you'll find this offer there. It's $144 for three private sessions. Um, Emilani, I don't think you've ever offered three of them for $144, so this is a holiday gift um, <laughs> for, for um, whoever is ready. And, you know, it can be mediumship. It can be healing um you know if you, if you need physical healing emotional healing spiritual healing um anything you want to add um emilani about these sessions i'm really open to everything so just so you know you can ask me anything or tell me anything because you'll find no judgment with me right. just Raising your consciousness so that we can rise above whatever's going on. I really want you to know that there's a intention that I have to help you actually find your home, like become home with yourself. And that is my one of my sole intentions is to help you to actually realize that you are yourself and that you're with yourself and that you can never be alone. So that's what I offer, and I use. Different modalities for different people depends on your energy, and I'm more than willing to um, explore this with you and walk with you for a while and see what we can do together. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just feel so much emotion on this call today. Um, yeah. oh, I can just really feel it, but I also feel like hearts are opening. You know, um, uh, do you feel that, Emilani? so much. When I was reading Robert, mm-hmm. I almost started bawling. His mm-hmm. dad came through so strong with love that I was mm-hmm. going to start crying. I said, just hold yeah. it together, girl. I know. <laughs> I I'm just like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like on the verge of just ah, just tears flowing. Um, yeah. And a I lot of you hot. have... Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. my heart and my chest area just feel so warm mm-hmm. and just... Um, okay, I'm going to start reading some of these um, comments and questions from the webcast. Uh, Cece wrote in and said, what a great call. Even the last caller with the hard experience with her mother was very much what happened to me. I'm so It's so good to hear mm-hmm. all that was said. Thank you so much. Um, thank you, Cece, for being here. Um, uh, <clears throat> Sherry said, deeply, deeply, deeply grateful, Carrie, Emilani, soul, sacred family. This is sacred. Thank you, Sherry. Um, Linda with a Y. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, such an amazing show. Um, I would love to receive a message from anyone who steps forward um, as I've injured my right leg and I would love some healing advice. Um, thank you so much and so much love to you both. That is Linda with a Y. Do you want me to read her now? Sure. Because <clears throat> Linda with a Y, I heard stop running. Stop mm. running, be still, and face what that which you are afraid of. Criticism. You have a really tendency to not like criticism, even if it's constructive. And sometimes, like this is the thing. We need to pull down your protective mask to reveal the light, shining, beautiful spirit that you are. And sometimes the only way we can do it 
is to turn towards somebody that's criticizing and listen to them. Not validate it, not take it in, but just not be afraid of it anymore. And that way you'll find out who you really are. Because when somebody's really critical like that, if you can stand in it and realize yourself, you will never, ever, ever turn back. You'll never be the same. When somebody's saying something about you and you can just take it in and within you know that it's not true about you. So stop running. Sometimes, you know, Carrie, it's so interesting that we think that when we're on the spiritual path, nothing bad should happen, what we consider bad. You know, we think that everything should be sunny and roses and unicorns. And the unicorn is there in the criticizer asking you to wake up. 